0: Here we go! Here we go! Here we go! Here we go! This is it. This is Top Flight June Machine. I am Andy Hop. Buddy Dawson. Pow pow pow. I'm 750 Delaney. So what? Uh, it's a second look at the chart for the tenth of June, nineteen ninety. Whoa. And um, yeah, we we only got as far as the chart rundown the other day, which is kind of. Pretty uh, standard stuff these days for the first episode of <laughs> machine. 1990 a machine. Nineteen ninety
1: was a it was a great year, wasn't it? And I I got really obsessed with clothes in particular this year, and I'd yeah, and I just save up my money and go and, and mm. go up into the West End of London, certain clothes shops that I had read about in magazines and were deemed to be cool, and because it was like Italian ninety and. Just on the cusp of that, it was like football was being re-embraced again by people who hadn't touched it in the 80s. Mm. And I'd seen in a magazine, they'd done these sort of long-sleeve T-shirts, which it being the sort of rave era, or kind of post-first summer of love, long-sleeve T-shirts were, they were very popular, weren't they, amongst both the ravers and the indie fans?
0: Yeah, we were on the cusp of the baggy
1: musical era, weren't we? Yeah, well, no, it kind of was that year. That was the year that things like, um, you know, pills and pills and belly aches came out that year. And well, I yeah, think... we've
0: got like, the Charlatans hitting the top ten like for the first time. Exactly. In this so, chart so we well. were right. So was, we were yeah, right in we were it. In, we were in it.
1: And there was anyway, there was these t-shirts, and they were of various countries who were competing in the World Cup. But they weren't fo- strictly football. There was a, it, Italy. There was a like Korea one, although actually Korea weren't in the World right. Cup. And there was a Brazil one, and I thought that's fucking cool. And it had a sort of a Brazil flag on the front, and down the side, the, down the side of the arm, it said nineteen ninety.
0: Right.
1: And I thought that was really cool because in my head, I thought the very number nineteen ninety was cool. I still do. I don't know why. It's, There's something
0: it, about it. Yeah, it feels like the future, say.
1: Andy. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, it does. You're right. All I'd known yeah. was the eighties. I had no memory of the seventies because I was too little. So I'd only known the 80s and there was something like 1990 and it looked cool, like the configuration of it. And it felt like now now it's like Buck Rogers in the 21st century. Mm. It's like the Jetsons. We're in 1990. And it said 1990 down the arm. And I thought, this is great. I'm getting this. I'm blowing all of my savings on this top. And I bought it and then I had it planned. On a Friday night, everyone in my year right, at school, would all meet outside this pub on the high street. Everyone would meet at seven, right? There was a phone box outside this pub, and if you wanted to know where everyone was going, because what it would do is you'd go and then you'd all exchange information about parties you'd heard yeah. about or whatever, and then you'd all go off yeah. en masse like fucking 80 of you or something on a load of buses to some, some other yeah. postcode looking for a party, right? And... Um, and if you were running late, you'd have to call this phone box, right? Um, yeah,
0: <laughs> like right? Top Cut. Yeah, <laughs> but I was
1: talking to my brother about that the other because I heard that song, uh, is it called Is Vic There? by, what are they called? Um, is Vic There? by Department...
0: Uh, oh is Vic there Department
1: S yeah yeah, yeah. Department S came on the radio Is Vic there and I said (laughs) to my brother this is great isn't it because that phrase is a phrase that used to be one of the most commonly used phrases by anyone and now no one uses it because now no one says no one says is Andy there is Sam there. But you used to spend your whole yeah. life doing it, didn't you, when you were a teenager? Of course. You'd call yeah. houses, usually someone's parent would answer, or sometimes when you get older, you'd have got, live, call a house yeah. where like loads oh, of people live. Is Sam there? Yeah, Sam there, please. Yes, who is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: I don't and, like him using the telephone.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> we have rules. I'll
1: see if he's here. Probably not, or sometimes they try to engage and the, you, and that would be the worst. The, a parent would try to engage you oh, in yeah, some yeah, chat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, no, he's not my here. God.
0: I thought he was with you. Why isn't he with you? Oh, oh, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, I was supposed to see him, but I was late. Oh, I Sam, that tell me, home.
1: have you been studying for your GCSEs? Because Andy hasn't. Andy <laughs> is a lazy shit. But do you study? And what does your father say? Oh, they're my father. Well, what does your mother say then? She ain't interested. <laughs> well, I, very well. But, I mean, that's your business. But I can tell you Andy is, a, is an absolute bloody layabout. Do you try to your room? <laughs> no. I don't know. Yes, all right, I do. I <laughs> do.
0: Oh, the, you'd you'd call up, and the, the the beleaguered parent would do the shout up the stairs. Yeah,
1: that's the classic. And
0: would, the, the, the tone of voice would just be so contemptuous. Sam.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sam. They're, re- they're really fucked off. That so- someone sold the house. His his their phones that they paid for again. for yeah. your for the for your kit. They're fucked off. I, I swear it doesn't like cost it, anything to receive a call on your phone? Oh no, I know. I know. but so parents were more. I think they were like now we. I th- Honestly, Andy, I think we treat our kids, me, you, and most of our contemporaries, most of my mates who I said, we treat our kids really nicely, right? Yeah. But <laughs> when we were kids, our parents just... I mean, look, I'm not saying my parents were cunt. Well, you know, like, my mum wasn't a cunt. Let's leave it at that. And, uh, and like, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that I'm not saying, like, abusive, but they were just sort of, like, parents seemed generally more annoyed about their kids' existence, in the 80s they just sort of were annoyed like fucking oh you're what you're one of my stupid kids stupid friends fucking hell (laughs) whereas now i mean my daughter goes round to her mate's house very often for dinner on a friday night they all do right Right. they all go around and the parents are a right laugh do you know what i mean Mm. like like, they don't forward sit it actually pisses me off a bit because she seems to like them more than us but whatever um Do you know what I mean? Whereas it's I'd be like, oh itself. God, I can't I cannot speak to my friend's parent. It's gonna be so painful. I saw an old mate the other day's name's Matt. And his mum's response when she was on the phone, she was actually very nice. But her delivery of her calling for him when you called his house was legendary amongst all of us, right? The <laughs> whole group. Because she'd go, go, Hello, is Matt there, please? And she'd go, just a second, and then she'd go, Meow! and i saw this geezer i saw this geezer for the first time in about 20 years the other week for a curry we had a little get together of a few mates and i've gone to him like you do how things you all right and then you go how's your mum he goes she's fine and then all of us in unison go (laughs) 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 you remember the calls it's like the way that some people remember the particular bird's call do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You remember mu- what I call mum calls. But yeah, it's, it's big there. Rules, it? I found it very nostalgic, the whole is so-and-so there. Anyway, yeah. going back to that top, I was planning to wear it down to this pub, the Hare and Hounds, on a Friday night. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to look the absolute fucking business in my new trendy top. Everyone's going to think I'm brilliant, and a girl will get off with me. But then disaster struck, because <laughs> I bought the top on a Wednesday. I'd Sometimes after school. Get a tube into town, right? And mm. uh, um, I got it on a Wednesday. Going out on a Friday, excited, big night party, whatever. Thursday night, Top of the Pops comes on, right? Yeah. And someone goes, I oh, love a 12 of the charts. It's a new entry for Beats International with Dubby." Be Good to Me. Great song. Comes on. They're all on there, what's her name? Lindsay. We've talked about her extensively Lindy in the past. Latton. Lindy Leighton. Yeah. All the other lads, including of course, Fat Boy Slim, who wasn't called that at the time. He's playing the bass or something. Yeah, Norman. He's playing bass or something. Guess what the cunt's wearing? My oh, fucking 1990. Brazil nineteen ninety shirt. Oh. Now, you might think that at the end of this series everyone's like, oh wow, the guy from Beat International is wearing the same shirt as you. That made it cooler. No, it did mm. not. I was just sitting there thinking, I hope no one that I'm going out with on Friday night is watching Top of the Pops. But of course, I knew that was stupid. Everyone was watching Top of the Pops. So I turn up on Friday night wearing this shirt, which was larry and would have got me attention either way. But they've all fucking seen it on Top of the Pops. Yeah. Worn by a bloke who... Although the song was good and well regarded, I don't think anyone regarded him or the band as like exceptionally cool and it just made me look no. like someone who copied any random bloke I'd seen on Top of the Pops. <laughs> well, I practically got my head kicked in, I won't lie. <laughs> hey, look at him! Ah, I like the geezer on Top of the Pops! Let's get him! Let's get him! <laughs> <laughs> oh get off! I got it before top of the pot. I got it on Wednesday. You cunts! No, got... you didn't. Look. You were, you saw on top of the Pots. You got straight out to get it to copy him with
0: 1990
1: Damian.
0: I've got the receipt. I brought the I'll receipt be... with me.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're like, "That could be for fucking... anything." You fucking copied the geezer on top of the pops and you've not got 1990 that, written down your sleeve in case you fuck, what's that for? In case you forget what fucking year it is. What you got the that, date written on you, your clothes for?
0: You've got out and done that within 24 hours of it being on.
1: Yeah, oh, it was disastrous, mate. And that's why I've never... I've got a problem with Fat Boy what, Slim. Lord, I've got a problem with Fat Boy Slim. Last summer, oh, right. I was in Brighton. And we were yeah. with some pals, and we were in a sort of a, a rooftop bar that sort of overlooks the beach, right? And it was a lovely, lovely warm evening. And mm-hmm. one of the way, I go, oh, it's busy here. And the waiter goes, well, tonight we're opening late. And I go, oh, it's good to know. Obviously, I'm thinking, makes the wants to me, mate. I'm going back to my but hotel at my 10. ten. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't fucking care. And he goes, um... <laughs> But I'm pretending that I'm cool. Going, oh yeah, great. Oh yeah, up all night. So what? And he yeah, uh, said, cool. <laughs> "I said, cool." I said, "Yep, that sounds cool." I love to stay up late. Tell me more. What's going to be going down? Ecstasy party is it? I'm an
0: adult. I decide when I go to bed. Late's the
1: best. Sometimes I stay up watching reruns of Minder till two or three in the morning. It's no problem.
0: (laughs) Got me through lockdown, actually. I'll uh, I'll cut
1: myself a wedge of cheese from the fridge and just sit there nibbling it like a little late night mouse. (laughs) Do you serve cheese here? Bits of cheese? Okay, it's no problem if not.
0: I'll just go to the Tesco on my way home.
1: <laughs> in fact, uh, if I dip out to Tesco now and bring it back here, can I pay some corkage to you to eat my own cheese in this bar? <laughs>
0: okay, to bring my own cheese in.
1: Is there a BYO <laughs> policy? I don't mind paying.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I may need to borrow uh, a knife just to cut it off. If not, I'll just eat it from the block. Raw. Like an apple. <laughs> but I uh, go, but, okay, what's... Why are you opening late? And he goes, oh, it's fucking uh, Fat Boy Slim every year because he's from Brighton. He does a thing on the beach, doesn't he? he does a, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, but yeah. He does a big gig for the locals on the beach, right? Right. And I go, oh, yeah. He goes, yeah, it's tonight. But the thing is, you know, it's, tickets are expensive and all that. He goes, but we overlook it. So you can just watch it from here for free I
0: thought, I, I thought you meant like as in we ignore it I know
1: and, I, and so the mates on with were like oh wow great we're gonna get to see a Fat Boy Slim concert for nothing we can stay late like and I'm 90, there like the right color. I go alright and they go what's your problem I go not really bothered by Fat Boy Slim
0: everybody loves Fat Boy
1: Slim alright don't be a miserable cat he's the he's the nation's minstrel <laughs> he's, the, he's, he's the DJ laureate He's the Pied Piper of Albion. <laughs> right? And I go, nah, it's not really my cup of tea. And they're like, not your cup of tea. It's just fun music. And we're getting it for free anyway. Nah, I'll, I'll probably go home soon. And they're like, you miserable cunt.
0: It's just a blood playing some records. Somebody.
1: Yeah. You miserable oh Ah, yeah. I preferred him when he was with Zoe Ball. They were a lovely couple. I don't know what went <laughs> wrong there. Right. <laughs> and I go, no, I'm, uh, um, no, nah, sorry, lads, I'm not interested. And then I got home and I, ref- and I think my wife said to me, what's your problem with Fat Boy Slim? You've always had a bit of a problem with Fat Boy Slim. He seems like a difficult person to object to. And I went, yeah, it's not personal, but I just sort of like there's something trickery about him. And she said, why? And I delved deep into it. And then I realised, it's that 1990 shirt. That's the thing.
0: Uh, Aye.
1: That's, that's, yeah. that's deep... Like I worked on it with my therapist, No, I didn't really. Scars <laughs> run deep. Yeah, I went deep, <laughs> and I realised he stitched me up there. He didn't know it; it's not his fault. But I feel mm. like I got stitched up by him on top of the pop. So yeah. that's it. That's my so 1990 story.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, it's uh, it's it's vaguely related to this chart, I guess, because Beatles National are in there.
1: Oh, okay. Is it with that um, song or not?
0: It's, it's with we Won't Talk About It.
1: I don't remember was, that one. I, I did buy the, the album. Came afterwards. But those were the days when I'd sometimes buy an album because I liked the single. And I hmm. thought it was cooler to buy an album than a single. Because once you get older, like once you're 15, you think, oh, I've got to buy albums now. I'm not going to buy a single like a yeah. teeny bopper, right? Uh, well, but, it's got
0: two singles on that I like, so it's the same yeah. price as buying two so, and a half
1: singles, I guess. So often... I've fucked up and that was one it was called Let Them Eat Bingo do you remember
0: yes which is quite a good brother bought it quite a
1: good name for an album and it also had quite a cool Mm. cover I thought it was sort of like a take on the United Nations logo I think yeah and uh, but yeah I just wasn't you know you just do that thing have you noticed how it's almost always the the killer single on an album used to always be track six you notice that hmm or do you I not suppose agree? I
0: probably track one of side two, maybe in the LP format. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
1: That's but how it um, felt to me. On a lot of my favourite albums, my favourite song was track six. And so what would happen is, obviously because I'm famously impatient, I'd get an album, I'd think, I like this, I like that song on it. And then I'd start track one, I'd think, yeah, I wouldn't give it a go, like 10 <laughs> seconds in, it's all right. I think I'm going to fast forward to track six. And then I'd kill the batteries, wouldn't I? And the Walkman. Because you're just like, I couldn't wait. I think I'll listen to all these ones that I don't know. And then when the one I do know comes around, it'll be like a little treat, right? But no, I could never fucking wait. I could never wait.
0: What am I doing, wasting my time listening to the songs I don't know? What's exactly. What's the point of that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly
1: that was what my attitude was so i never gave these albums a chance the other yeah. one i got stung by on that was the um the blue tones in like the mid 90s and that oh, yeah. s- slight return great single for yeah. i'm getting the album and then by that stage of course i was on the cd so it was much easier to skip you didn't have your you batteries to worry them. about yeah. but yeah, I, yeah i've always felt stung by that, that because i just couldn't didn't take to anything else on the album mate and that, it cost that, me like 10.99 you know
0: yeah that beat it the national album there was a lot of filler on it i think
1: yeah yeah as
0: i remember um
1: and and that'd be good to me as a fucking cover version anyway of a of an absolute banger i mean it was a good cover version i'm not the, sure it's the, better than the original but it's it's the, very the, good just
0: the, the original sos band version especially the nine and a half minute 12 inch mix yeah is fucking it's a peerless.
1: Yeah, it's a banger. I don't see any point but in trying to that. it train, doesn't have it, it, it tank, fly, ba nitty gritty. You're listening to the boy from the Big Bad City. My, my, this is jam rap. You know does that it, rap for them on that? Who does it? It's the geezer from the B-52s. <laughs>
0: I can't be a car.
1: It's, it's as fridge. big as a whale. No, it's not. But it does it's feel not. like the sort of thing he'd do. <laughs> He's always interrupting <laughs> songs with an absurd bit, isn't he?
0: As As Struggly mentioned in the last episode, in the chart rundown. Oh, someone commented. Did you see that comment on the um, IFS? IFS? Someone said, these these chart rundown episodes are very hard to listen to. Oh,
1: don't fucking (laughs) listen then.
0: Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> you know, the description of the episode is, says just the chart rundown, basically. Right. Hong Kong. Well,
1: I'm not looking forward to it, but I feel obliged to listen anyway. I paid my subscription.
0: <laughs> Jalapeño. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
1: Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt.
0: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. Jalapeño. What else is going on in this chart? I've been having a look at it. It's not as good as I thought it was. First time we ran down it.
1: There is some. There's. Some, well, there's a. There's a, Obviously, there's a killer number one. Um, yeah. At uh, number Wild three, emotion. Chad Jackson. Hit drum and get wicked. Banger. That's
0: great. Banger. That's, yeah. Killer
1: by Damski. Yeah. Banger. That,
0: oh yeah, that's great as well. Uh, <laughs> sac- do the do by Betty Boo. That was great.
1: Sacrifice by Elton John. Not a banger but a song of note because of the fact that he says sacrifice all the way through it instead of sacrifice. I don't know if Bernie Taupin wrote it like that or whether he just thought, uh, I've got an idea, but Bernie, to make this even more special and memorable, I'm going to add an extra syllable into the word. Uh,
0: What? Are you sure? Well, you haven't written it properly. It doesn't scan properly, so I have to do it. I have to make it sound like sacrifice. Sacrifice. Maybe you should have tried harder, Bernie.
1: No, Elton, it's sacrifice.
0: Shut up, Bernie.
1: I can write my hand lyrics anyway if I really want to, you know. Look, I've done some here.
0: doesn't fit to the tune I've written for it, so suck it up.
1: Do and do. I mean, I think that the only one I know by charlatans is a cracking single, but I know you don't like the Charlatans, you're I'm not a fan, a fan of, the of them or Tim Burgess, but I'm a big I've fan of seeing them live quite a lot of times. In fact, yeah. I saw them that it was the second gig I ever went to. On the Friday night, I went to see Northside. Do you remember them? Oh, Shall we yeah. take a trip down memory lane? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a song about acid. Oh, it's well fucking edgy. That's what me and my Factory mates records thought. records
0: attempt to replicate the Happy Monday success yeah, yeah. by getting some more urchins in. Yeah, just they some urchins. Song. They went. They threw oh. a
1: stone out the window, and the first urchin it hit on the streets of Manchester. Yeah. They said, you boy, can you sing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, not really. Not really. Like, oh, that doesn't matter. Come in. Do you own an anorak? Yes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Come in here.
0: No? Well, I've got I've got a cupboard full of them here. My I'm name is Anthony Wilson, and I'm about you? to
1: make you a superstar. Sing this song about <laughs> LSD. I've had it written by Bernie Torpin. But don't tell anyone he wrote
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, in the next Northside. night, we'd only got Northside tickets. That was my first gig at the town and country uh, in Kentish Town and in the and we'd only got those tickets because we'd tried to get Charlatan's tickets. Couldn't get him It sold out fucking mm. next next day my older brother's got a mate who's working at a rec- recording studio right Ooh. and and he goes um, yeah oh he, he went, this is my brother's best mate from when he was a kid he w- he went on to be like he wrote he wrote a hit song do you remember um friendly pressure by uh uh what was her name Jam- jamil not Jameela Jamil. She's an actor. Anyway, he wrote a song that I'm was a Google hit a it. few years later. <laughs> Friendly. Friendly pressure. Ba-da-ba-dum- Jaleesa. Ba-da-dum- Jaleesa. Ba-da-dum- yeah, Jaleesa, yeah. Lee Hamlin, co-wrote I don't co- remember, writer. actually, no. He was my, he was my um, brother's mate when he was a kid. He, just, he yeah, lived in the council flats near okay. our house. And he just got really into music. Left school 15, 16. Started making the tea. Um, Did he a song? He's a yoga teacher now. Uh, it's top bloke, Top bloke. And he he, rang up and he said, listen, you're into all that weird music from Manchester, aren't you? Not, don't really like it myself, think it's a load of shit. But like, someone's <laughs> offered me a couple of tickets going spare to some mob called the Charlatans or something. Absolutely <laughs> god-awful northern racket makers, right? And I go, oh, yes, I like them a great deal. <laughs> and he goes, well, you can have these. And I went to see him the next night and it was fucking... I really enjoyed it, and I love this first single. I think it's great, yeah. So that's just a little Um, story, but we don't have to dwell on it.
0: No, that's fine. I I like a couple of their songs, but generally on the whole, nah, not for me. But, hey, it's all about opinions, and opinions are like arseholes, we've all got them.
1: Better the Devil You Know, Kylie Minogue, great song.
0: That's, yeah, that's the emergence of sex Kylie. Um, It is,
1: it's just when she's about to, yeah...
0: Sex Kylie appears to be back as well with her new uh, single that's just been released. It's called something like "Padam Padam."
1: She's, she's she's been on the odd. Sounds like she's been uh, on the ex Florentine again,
0: mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God, that's a story. <laughs> um, what else have we got in here? Vogue by Madonna is an absolute classic. Oh yeah. Um, and I'll fight anyone that says otherwise.
1: Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, brilliant song, brilliant video.
0: And French and Saunders did it brilliantly as well.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: you, know, you know you've got something. your owners can can rip it off successfully. Uh, we've got the, oh my Polar god, Paul Oh yeah, I was going to say Abdul it? with its opposite to track. It's the one with MC, MC oh, Scat Cat. Yeah, it's Brilliant. listed here as with Paul Abdul with the Wild Pair. But of course, it was MC Scat Cat was the uh, the cartoon manifestation of, of whatever the fuck the Wild Pair were. But uh, yeah, I was I was well into Paul Abdul at this time
1: she was great and this song was yeah great and of course she was a brilliant dancer she'd been she'd been Madonna's choreographer and she and various other people she had she had and
0: the the second album she put out the first single from it, Rush Rush don't know if you remember that yeah that that was a lovely sort of ballad one yeah yeah hurry hurry (laughs) baby come to me yeah Rush Rush Rush. I wanna feel you I wanna feel you there'll be people listening to this going "Eh, he doesn't like the charlatans but he likes Paula Abdul. oh god Well, if
1: I had to Um, choose, I mean, I don't know, actually, it'd be quite close. I would say they've got more songs that I like, but I don't know enough of hers. I probably would have bought the album forwarded straight through to fucking straight up. But there's something in straight um, up that I've always really loved. And I'm actually, just to get it right, here it is. There's a brilliant um, bit of lyrical wing in it, right, that I've always noticed in that song. I've been a fool before, wouldn't like to get my love caught in the slamming door. Are you more than hot for me, or am I a page in your history book? I don't mean to make demands. Do you see what she's done? Love that. She's gone, am I a page in your history? Because it rhymes with me. And some Lampard cunt in the studio has gone, well, actually, you can't have a page in history. History is, has a, to be is, is an abstract concept. <laughs> it doesn't have pages. Well, she goes, you know what I mean? And he goes, well, I may do. I may not. But I think that you're duty bound to make it. If you're going to use the word page, you have to make it reference a book. Well, that doesn't fucking scan or rhyme, you cunt. Well, make it work. It's, so she said to go... it
0: would be someone from the, the Musicians' Union, probably, who sat in on all sessions yeah.
1: and recorded music. We uh, send an, an appointed official, of official Lampard to every recording yeah. session. <laughs> are you more you than hot for me, or am I a page in your history? Book. I don't mean to make it <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> That's great. She almost though. mutters it, sort of shamefacedly. <clears throat> Book. Book. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> get, getting back to Madonna, uh, I noticed recently that, that never occurred to us before, but in Papa Don't Preach, the line Papa Don't Preach, I'm in trouble deep. Yes. And she's done that just to I'm get it to rhyme tr- with Preach. preach
1: deep. But it's brilliant. Yeah.
0: Nobody goes and saying, Oh, I'm in trouble deep. I'm in trouble she's deep just flipped, here. I'm in, I'm in deep trouble, but it sounds great. It's sort of a, it's bit, so audacious it, it's a bit. It's so audacious to do that. Like
1: Yoda, that thing of doing the words it, the wrong yeah, way around. Yeah, I guess
0: so. Mm. I guess that'll have been her influence probably. <laughs>
1: The only rhyme that bites that. at thirty-one. Now, when you look at Top of the Pops nineteen ninety, which is <laughs> they're not all up, are they, Andy? On the um, on the on the BBC iPlayer, all those you, you know what reviews Top of the Pops reviews of the year. But I remember yeah. a while ago we were going on about how amazing the nineteen ninety one was. It was largely amazing because there was a huge amount of Betty Boo content in it, right? But mm. Mm, yes. MC tunes and this <laughs> yes. song. <laughs> Again, when I was when I was at school, this song. People look back and they go, "Oh yeah, 1990." And they will say things like, "Oh yeah, 1990, Happy Mondays, Stone Roses, and all that." And yeah, those uh, bands were popular. But actually, when we were all in the fifth year at school, we would have. <laughs> everyone would have been fucking doing The Only Rhyme That Bites by MC Tunes and 808. So that would have been the one that kids were really into. And it's only retrospectively when you're doing a cool history that go, yeah, we were just listening to uh, Kinky Afro. But this song, but MC Tunes on fucking Top of the Pops, 1998, is fucking hilarious. He's great,
0: isn't he? He's a nutter.
1: And then he turns up on Celebrity. He turns up on it, uh, on a... a Celebrity It's a Knockout or something. <laughs> like, yeah. he was so brief, he said yes to everything. And they invited him on Celebrity yeah. It's a Knockout. And it, there's this footage kind of him, he just looks like a big cabbie. And he's just going mental on, like, some fucking inflatables, like Total I was going to say, he was
0: water or something, wasn't he? In an yeah. inflatable. Yeah, it's yeah. He's a kind of race or something.
1: NC yeah. tunes is fucking great.
0: Yeah, it's basically what you would expect MC Tunes to be like 30 years on yeah. when he's being interviewed. <laughs> yeah. He's still got a couple of gold teeth and he stuff. in his talks like oh, yeah. Roy Rice. Oh, it, was, it was great about MC Tunes. Yeah. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. They said, you've got to have a
1: DJ name. So I said, fine, MC Tunes. <laughs> it was only because I was having a packet of tunes at the time, the black Corrid ones. And not even because I had a cold. It's just because I fucking love black flavour sweets. <laughs> I used to eat them just from leisure.
0: I think he's the closest human manifestation to uh, Sir John Fanny Powder that it exists.
1: He really, really is. He's amazing. Is. And this song also features the line that ever I mean, bear in mind, I was at a school in a leafy part of South West London, right? And uh, everyone was singing, I mean, with some irony, because of it being that year of Manchester, etc. Everyone would go that line, oh, Manchester, the next capital of England. Cause that's his line in the in the song, isn't it? That's the iconic yeah. line in it that he sang on I'm, Top of the Pops.
0: I'm looking to see if that Top of the Pops is on uh, on YouTube. with the, the Top of the Pops of him doing Top of the Pops is on. With his other his other hit is there as well. Tunes splits the atom.
1: Ah, <laughs> great name for a song. <laughs> I, I think, think that was it, the first one. I think when they do like the history of the greatest rappers of all time, you know they have they have Biggie and they have Naz. Don't they? And they have yeah. Rakeem, all these ones who are regarded as like the masters, Eminem. Um, but no one ever mentions MC Tunes, and I think that's remiss. I think it's a prejudice to be British. I don't
0: think I don't think Eight Oh Eight State get as much credit as they deserved as well because they were brilliant. They were
1: actually great. Yeah, they
0: were. Brilliant. I mean, they
1: were. Just, um, we're, lo- we're loving a little bit of MC Tunes, but not really because I do think he's great as well. But Eight Oh Eight State were just legitimately really good. Good. That, act, that we?
0: orchestral <laughs> sample on. The own, uh, on the only rhyme that bites in the chorus but uh, you know that's that's fucking great what a tune and, um, yeah they did a couple of really good albums as well the early 90s did the 808 state lovely fellas I believe
1: uh, uh, yeah, Pacific State that was one of their big hits and yeah. Dorma as a new entry and I think that went to number one during the World Cup but that's extremely I mean it's a fucking opera song that is so evocative of the time mm. isn't it so evocative. It was going out
0: buying that. Who was buying it.
1: I, I tell you, get it at number one. M- me, you cunt. I bought it on fucking cassette single. And when, okay. we, when I literally, I bought it on cassette single. This was would have been during the World Cup, right? Because it was so emotional and evocative. And I would blare it when we were playing football on Friday night. We used to go into the school gym after school. Yeah. We'd sneak in and we'd play a round robin, three-a-side winner stays on tournament. And I'd have the old Walkman with portable speakers plugged in, blaring out Ness and Dormer on repeat. Oh right, me. okay. Yeah.
0: Did everyone have to stand in a line like they were uh, a team?
1: And no, just had it while the we were playing. Going along, looking at them it. Probably it really off. annoyed people, but it was just an, a stupid affectation that I'd decided to. <laughs> to, to I decided to introduce to was the it, gang.
0: Was it a similar level of control as when you wrote that school play, and it and was called, called it what was Delaney's. called Delaney's?
1: Yeah, it was called Delaney's, but you, but they fucking changed it at the last minute, the cunts. And I'm still not happy about that. No. Oh,
0: You're a oh, therapist about
1: that. Oh, my ego's out of control, is it, miss? Well, fine. But I will tell you, you will live to regret this when I'm in Hollywood. And I do not thank you when I accept my Best Actor award. So you're making a very big mistake here. So I hope you thought it through <laughs> properly.
0: Without Mm. the input of the aforementioned Delaney, this play would be nothing.
1: It would be (laughs) dust. I broke off from my performance halfway through to go, I'd just like to break up, break the fourth (laughs) wall for a moment here to explain to you all, all you parents in the audience, a little bit of background. If you're enjoying this play, thank you. And I say thank you because I'm the cunt that wrote it as well as starring in it. And all <laughs> I ask have got one was, or
0: two issues I've got with one or two
1: people. But, by the way, I'm not being paid for this. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. I should be paid fucking top dollar because it's a fucking great play and you're all having a brilliant time. I'm not being paid because I do it for my love of my art and my craft. But... All I did ask, one small thing in return, was I asked that the play be named after me and that there be posters plastered all over the school and surrounding areas with my name and face on. That is all I asked. And they took that away from me. And yet I'm still here. Why? Because I'm a fucking professional. Right, on with the play.
0: (laughs) I think that's about it from this chart. I don't think we're gonna get another episode out of it to be quite honest.
1: Great chart uh, though. Any kids who are around in nineteen ninety, just get on Spotify the best of nineteen ninety playlist and have a listen.
0: Yeah, I was I was harsh on it at the beginning because there is it's one of those charts where there's all sorts going on. There's a uh, uh, whole uh, mishmash of genres. There is, but we didn't run by other. the
1: B fifty twos. We didn't great even song. get into that. Um that's my favourite B fifty two song. Yeah. That's my favourite um, that one. I said am well, looking by, by Chimes. By Chimes were a great band. Is that produced right?
0: Produced by Nell Rogers, that B fifty twos, yeah.
1: Chimes were great, weren't they? I still haven't found what yeah. They kept doing covers because they also did that uh, um oh what's her name fucking hell I've forgotten every single part of what I'm trying to say I swear I'm getting fucking dementia early
0: uh, Oh, we, don't worry it's me as well what are we talking about the chimes chimes I still haven't found what I'm looking yeah, for yeah this
1: is a cover but they did a Carol King cover didn't they they did um, and it's I'll too late baby now it's too late with a, with the a singer it was the chimes featuring blah blah that was really not good
0: not this they didn't they did heaven That was the early hit.
1: Who did a cover of um, It's Too Late by by Carol King? It was a really good cover version.
0: It's too late. There's probably been fucking hundreds of them.
1: In about 1990, it would have been.
0: Okay, okay. Stick with me. It was Carol. What's her name? Oh, they're not even chronologically ordered. I I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be one of those mysteries that we, we never solve. Sybil did it in two thousand and six, it says No, it
1: wouldn't have been that.
0: No, we're gonna have to just not worry about it. Yeah. Is it gonna bother you, is it? It's really bothering. One of the listeners will get in touch and
1: Courts featuring Dina Carroll. Oh, that's right. Featuring Dina Carroll. It's a wonderful cover of Uh, a great song. It was
0: the yeah, it was the song that launched Dina Carroll, I think, wasn't it? If indeed Dina Carroll is capable of being launched, boom, boom, boom.
1: I don't get launched. I launch. I am what the I launch. mean is, I launch other things. <laughs> it doesn't launch me. There is no Carol King launcher. I am the launchee. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm launch the launcher, pad. not the launchee. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm the launch pad I think and was, the object. I think that's uh, got elements of, of the rant I did during my school play, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> no one I'm I'm launch launches Delaney. The lady launches other things and people and concepts. The lady existed before this play. Let me tell you that, <laughs> and he will very much continue to exist beyond the parameters of this play,
0: and indeed this school.
1: <laughs> this <laughs> this tiny-minded
0: little school. This pathetic excuse for
1: an educational institution. <laughs> but let me tell you, this school has given me nothing. It has taken, taken, taken from me.
0: <laughs> I am a husk. <laughs> they say that the school days are the best days of your life. Let me tell you, they will not be in this case. There and is they will so not much more to come from the lady. In
1: any volume of my memoirs, not in any one of the twenty-plus volumes that will be published later <laughs> in my life,
0: uh, and oh no, uh, and seen. <laughs> 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 uh, that's the chart of this one. We'll do something else next next week. Uh, thanks for listening. And goodbye. Goodbye.